The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Well, that was a clunker. Welcome into Clubhouse Conversation. It's Davo with your dish for Game 3 of the series with the Twins, a game I call a gravy game since the Royals had already won the series, and it's a good thing it was a gravy game and not a game you consider a must-win because this game was all Twins from the first inning on. As Minnesota took approximately, what, eight minutes to score their first two runs, three hitters, a two-run top of the first that helped propel themselves to an easy victory and set the tone for the day as they won 8-3 to at Kauffman Stadium over the Royals. It started off in the top of the first, a leadoff single by Brian Dozier. He thought, okay, whatever, we've seen this. Ventura will come right back. Well, then he walked Joe Maurer, very patient Joe Maurer, no shame in that. And then the Twins had runners at first and second with nobody out, two strikes on Trevor Plouffe, and he just unloads on a gapper, a two-run double, making it two-to-nothing Twins. And at that point, you had a thought in your head, okay, well, limit the damage here. Maybe things will be okay. And they didn't turn out to be okay because Ventura did limit the damage. And that was good news, uh, Ventura getting out of that. Two runs in, three hitters, nobody out, runner at second. He rebounded nicely. He struck out the next two hitters and then uh, left the damage of just two runs in that top of the first. But it did eat up 33 pitches. And it seemed like really after that, the Royals were never really a part of the game uh, for the remainder until maybe the bottom of the fifth. They were kind of back in it. They were down 5 to nothing going into the bottom of the fifth. And then Alcides Escobar let off with a double. He tagged up in a, in a deep fly to right that might have been out in a lot of parks by Nori Aoki. So you got a runner at third with one out. Then Omar Infante comes up, singles him into center, and makes it 5-1. to one. Then you get a first and third. Eric Hosmer comes up with one out, singling the center. And then you think to yourself, okay, it's 5-1. to one. we got runners on the corners. One out. Salvador Perez coming up. We've got a chance. And the Royals really did have a chance. He scalded a ball off of Phillip Hughes. I mean, just ripped the ball up the middle, uh, you know, on the second base side of the bag. But unfortunately, Brian Dozier was there making a web gym spectacular play. Dove to his right, flagged it, flipped it to second. Just getting that force out would have been impressive. But then the Twins turned two and got out of that inning 5-1, to one, and that was pretty much it. The wind kind of went out of the Royal sails after that. But that was one of those things where you thought if that ball gets through right there, you know, you've got 5-2, to two, runners at first and third. Alex Gordon coming up. You've got to assume he's going to, at the very least, get a sack fly. You probably at least get one more run there, and perhaps things would have been different for the Royals, you know, pitching-wise later in the game. Lewis Coleman came in uh, to clean up that fifth inning, did a nice job, and and down 5-1, to one, Nedios went to Justin Marks to make his Major League debut, and, and I'm fine with that. You know, you got to use your whole bullpen. Uh, the Royals were losing. You don't want to bring in your Herreras or your Crows or any of those guys in a game where you're down, especially in the sixth inning. And, you know, probably not burn out Lewis Coleman either. He threw one inning. You want to have him available for tomorrow and throughout the Indian series. So I'm fine with Justin Marks coming in. He made his big league debut. Probably not one he's going to remember real well um, as far as happiness, as far as good feelings go. Two innings pitch for Marks, four hits, two strikeouts, three walks. And the key, of course, is the three runs he allowed. Uh, a tough outing for the kid. I felt bad for him. Uh, it was good to see him, though, out there after pitching several years in the Royal system. Um, unfortunately, it was not his day. I thought Michael Marriott threw pretty well, actually, um, finishing things off for the Royals. Two scoreless innings, two hits, two strikeouts, and a walk. You can really see the stuff out of Michael Marriott. It, it's there. You know, a fastball that's sitting in the low 90s, topping out around 93. Seems to have good stuff. I like his mound presence out there. So Michael Marriott, somebody to keep your, your eyes on. I would assume Justin Marks 
probably going down to the minor leagues once Gerard Dyson comes off the bereavement list tomorrow. But one more thing to talk about in this game, Jordano Ventura. I mean, I think you can pretty much agree that today was not his day. You know, didn't have his normal line that we've become accustomed to throughout this year and the end of last year. But even four innings pitched out of Ventura, you know, six hits, but he struck out six. He walked four. He gave up four. I don't know. I guess I didn't feel like he was really that bad. I, I think he's so spectacular. His stuff is there. You know, he strikes out, you know, what was that? A strikeout and a half per inning in this game. Obviously, the four runs and the, and the four walks are the two keys in this game as far as, uh, you know, what happened. But um, I saw something today from Ventura. You know, if that's his off day, if that's not a good day for him, you know, if that's what we're going to get once every six or seven starts, the Royals can definitely live with that because of his upside and because of the fact that, you know, take out that Trevor Plouffe double in the first inning. He almost had him struck out. Maybe perhaps Brian Gorman, the home plate umpire, didn't give him the calls uh, the whole game. You know, he, he was pretty close to wiggling out of that, giving you five innings and holding him down to, to a couple runs when he didn't have it. So overall, you know, this game, not much to really talk about. You know, you're going to have a good – 20 to 25 of these a year that they aren't complete blowouts. You just really aren't in it. You've kind of just lost the game. The other team played better and tipped their cap. You know, Phil Hughes was pretty good for the Twins. That was somebody I would have loved to see the Royals sign uh, during the offseason. It wasn't great, you know. Gives up a lot of hits, a ton of hits. Uh, but the strikeouts are there and the, the competitiveness is there. So, you know, the Royals honestly had Phil Hughes on the hook quite a bit. They hit a number of balls right in the money. Had some bad luck, such as that double play to Brian Dozier. Uh, but the, overall, you got to just tip your cap to the Twins in this game. Hughes was definitely better than Ventura. Uh, defensively, the Twins were spectacular. That Dozier play, um, the Twins got the big hits, such as the the Plouffe hit there, and you know Minnesota won the game. And the Royals take two out of three and continue to be hot. They're still a game over 500, and now they start a key road trip. Seven games on this trip starting tomorrow night with Jeremy Guthrie going tomorrow night for the Royals. Hopefully, they can at least get a split, possibly win that series in Cleveland. We'll talk all about it. Throughout the next few days. Until then, have yourself a great rest of your Sunday. Happy Easter, by the way, to you and your family. And this has been Clubhouse Conversation.